the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. focused on Jesus, let me tell you, we are focused on victory. When we are focused on Jesus, we are focused on healing. When we are focused on Jesus, then we are focused on purpose. When we are focused on Jesus, come on, then we are kingdom-minded. Then we are purpose-minded. How many are ready to be purpose-driven? Living that purpose-driven life, right? Let's go. We wake up because we are hungry for purpose. Y'all ready to get passionate about your purpose? Discover your purpose, discover your new identity, discover who you are in Christ, right? We're having a, an identity crisis. Why? Because we don't know the word. Because we got a generation that doesn't got a foundation of the word. Not here, not at Love Life. We're getting a foundation of truth. We're getting a foundation of the word. Come on, and we're building our life on that foundation. You know what our foundation is? Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. Anyways, I'm pumped up. I'm excited. If you don't know, now you know. Let's go. <laughs> Sorry, I annoy myself sometimes too. But I also encourage myself to encourage myself in the Lord. Let's go. Faith is. Y'all ready? Look at your neighbor and say, faith is. Faith is now. Faith is. Faith is believing in Jesus. Faith is trusting in Jesus. Faith is a real relationship with Jesus, an intimate relationship with Jesus, a friendship with Jesus. Faith is resting in Jesus, resting in what Jesus has already conquered. Faith is following after Jesus. We are followers of Jesus, right? Faith is being transformed by Jesus. How many are ready to be transformed? Be transformed. Come on. We're going to be transforming the way we think so that we can think like Jesus, so that we can take authority like Jesus, so that we can walk in power just like Jesus. How many are ready? Let's go. I am so ready. I am so pumped. You want to know why I come out here? I haven't even had coffee. That this is not caffeine. I'm just so pumped up because I'm going over the word. I'm going over the word. I'm going over the word. And I am so encouraged. I am so encouraged because we have power. We have authority. We just need to discover who we are. We need to discover who we belong to. We are the family of God. We're God's kids. We are new creations. We are overcomers. You are chosen. You're a chosen generation. God saved you for this time. God saved you for this time period. Don't be afraid. He saved you for right here and right now. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose. We just got to wake up and pay attention, right? Pay attention. If you've fallen asleep, it's not, a, it's not a good place to take a nap. You could go home. I'm too loud and I won't let you take a nap anyways. But no, come for the word. Be excited. Pull on the gift. Be expecting that God's got a word for you, right? Faith is being transformed by Jesus. Faith is following Jesus. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. 
Jesus said, follow me. You know what else the world is saying? Follow me and I'll make you. You know what money's saying? Follow me and I'll make you. You know what social media is like? Follow me and I will make you, right? Everybody's like, follow me, follow me. Who are we going to follow? Who has our attention? Our eyes should be on Jesus. Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. Faith is us keeping our eyes on Jesus, keeping our eyes on victory, keeping our eyes on the promise, keeping our eyes on our new creation. Even when we fail in the natural, keep your eyes on your new creation. Keep your eyes on your new identity. See yourself how God sees you. God sees you through the blood of Jesus. God sees you as he sees the sun. God sees you already having the victory. You're more than a conqueror. Faith is us keeping our eyes on Jesus. Faith is us keeping our eyes on his word. Faith is not God responding to us because you prayed enough, because you fasted, because you read your Bible, because you came to church and we're like, God, please, please, God, please heal me. God, I just beg you for this healing. God, please. And God, faith is not us negotiating with God. You think you're a good negotiator? God, I'm going to be at church. I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up. God, if you could just come through. If you could just come through with this rent. If you could just come through with this salvation of my friend, of this salvation of my loved one. If you could please, God, please just change them. That is not faith. That is us trying to manipulate God. Let me tell you, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Faith is us responding to what God has already provided. Faith is us responding to God. Faith is not God responding to us because we're good enough. He already did. He already responded when he sent Jesus. He already responded. Faith is us responding to what God has already provided through the blood of Jesus, through the cross, right? God gave us the gift of salvation. God gave us the gift of salvation. You have a free will. You can choose Jesus or not. You can choose his way or not, right? We can choose Jesus. You have a free will. The most powerful thing on this earth, the most powerful thing you'll ever discover is your free will. Let me tell you, you better surrender that thing. Surrender it real quick, right? We all, we've all been given salvation. It's a free gift, right? God also gave us the gift of purpose, right? Jesus is the door. How about we go through the door and into the kingdom? We got a whole bunch of Christians just standing at the door. I'm getting to heaven. I'm going to Jesus. I got my escaping hell ticket. Woo! Ah, that was scary. <laughs> and we're just there at the door. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We look like the world. We talk like the world. We suffer like the world. But we're at the door. We're at the door. You losers, you're not at the door. Well, you look just like us. You look like a loser at the door. Come to the door. Come to the door. This door is awesome. We got a beautiful door. Jesus is the door. Go through the door and into the kingdom. How many are ready to, to walk into the kingdom? right? Finding and discovering your purpose. God has a plan and he's got a purpose. We just got to renew our mind to his plan, his purpose, his will, his good, his perfect, his acceptable will for our lives being transformed into the image of the sun. Woo-wee! 
Y'all ready for that transformation body, transformation pick, transformation life? How many of y'all want to live that transformed life? No longer the same. Everything that we go through, we go through as more than a conqueror. We are not moved by our circumstances. We are not moved by what we see. We walk in by faith. Right? We're walking by faith. Faith is trusting in Jesus. Faith is believing in Jesus. And uh, we, we all do this by what? Believing and speaking. We believe in our heart and we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. We're going to believe and speak, right? So we have the gift of salvation. We also have the gift of purpose, right? We are saved and transformed for God's kingdom purpose. We've been predestined. You have a destiny. God predestined you. You know what he predestined you to? To be conformed into the image of his son. Following after Jesus is to live a life submitted to his authority. Following after Jesus, we say, Jesus, you're the Lord of my life. Jesus, you're my Lord and Savior. That is just not a religious term. That is making him the Lord of your life. That is making him the king of your life. That is submitting to his authority. That is submitting to his lordship. That is submitting to his kingdom. That is submitting to his will being done in our lives here on this earth. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. We submit, we surrender to your will, but we need to find and discover his will through his word by the renewing of our mind. That's why we come to church, so that we can renew our mind. We take our old way of thinking, our old habits, our old nature, our old training, and we conform that, we transform that into his will way of doing things, his way of doing things, his lordship. Following Jesus is to know who he is and what he's like. To, to be a Christian is to know Jesus. How many are ready to know Jesus? Not know of Jesus, but know Jesus. Know who he is. Have a deep, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus, with the word, with power, with authority, taking dominion. That is the relationship available to us, available to us. Don't just get to the door. Go through into the kingdom, amen? Amen. Let's go. Following after Jesus is loving him. How do we love Jesus? Because we got a bumper sticker, because we wear Christian t-shirts, because we got a tattoo that says, I love Jesus. Yes, I do. That's a big tattoo. Some of y'all be sleeved out, sleeved in leg. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Nowadays, you never know. But is that how we love Jesus? No. You know how we love Jesus? Well, we obey him. Jesus said, these are those who love me, who hear and obey. They hear my word, they obey my word because talk is cheap. It's about that action. It's about that follow through, right? That, that's love. That is love. We, uh, following Jesus is loving him by obeying him. Following Jesus is to be molded, to be shaped into his image. Have me all ready to mold and shape. Anybody try to get a six pack? Try to mold and shape and chisel that wiggle. 
It's hard. It's rough, tough. How many are ready to be molded and shaped to the image of the sun? We're going we're gonna to be molded. We're going to shape away the old. We're going to take away our old way of doing things. Then we're finally going to have that six-pack. Amen. Everybody said? Not the six-pack you're thinking about, but this kind. Whatever. Following Jesus, be molded and shaped into his image. Following Jesus is to be more like Jesus. We're to imitate Jesus. We're to follow his example. We're imitators of Christ. Following Jesus is to be a friend of Jesus. Come on, Jesus is like, you got a friend in me. You got a friend. We got a friend in Jesus. We got a friend in his word. Come on, make friends with the word. Let's go. Get into the word. How are you supposed to know somebody you never spend time with? It's time to spend time with Jesus. Prioritize first the kingdom of God. Seek him first. We're seeking things. We're seeking stuff. We're seeking after money. We're seeking after followers. And we're wondering why we're li living such unfulfilled lives. Because we're, we need to put the first things first. That's Jesus, his kingdom, his way of doing things. He's got a way of doing things when it comes to relationships. He's got a way of doing things when it comes to our finances. He's got a way of doing things when it comes to dominion and authority. He's got a way of doing things when it comes to parenting. He's got a way of doing things when it comes to health. God has a way of doing things, and he gave us his word so that we could know his way of doing things, so that we could know his thoughts on things, so that we could get an understanding of how he wants us to do things, how he wants us to be imitators of Christ, right? Following Jesus is to love one another. That's how the world is going to know that we're disciples. That's how the world is going to know that we're followers of Jesus. How? Our love for one another. Our love for one another. Man, they got each other's back. They, they are accepting. They speak the truth in love. They speak the word. They're iron sharpening iron, right? That's who we are. We're loving each other, believing the best, speaking the best. We're not taking inventory on every nasty thing you've ever done. Hold on. Let me just roll that away with my little Rolodex. And anytime you need a favor, I'm going to... Remember when? Remember when you did this and now you want me to be there for you? Hold up, wait a minute, you weren't here for me? Does that sound like Jesus or does that sound like the nasty world? Right, being petty betty about everything. Then we look just like the world. We're just standing at the door, not entering into the kingdom, not entering to God's way of doing things, loving one another, believing the best, not holding inventory of everything. You wanna know why we shouldn't be holding inventory? Because we don't want people to be holding inventory about us. God says, give, and it'll be given unto you. What are we going to give? Forgiveness, love, joy, peace. Give, 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 give. Why? Because you know in the time of need, you're going to need it. And they're going to be like, hold up, let me get that Rolodex. Forgiveness. Hold up, let me get that Rolodex. Love. Hold up, let me get that Rolodex. I'll be there for you. You've always been there for me. Amen. That was for free. Following Jesus is to love one another. Jesus said in John 15, 15, I do not call you servants any longer, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. I love this. Why? Because I want to know the plan. I want to know when we're going, why we're going, who's going, who's going to be there. And if you don't got a plan, I'm going to make one. 
I'm going to tell you where we're going, when we're going, who's going to be there, what time. Like, I don't know if that's the whole control thing or whatever, but I need to know. I love being in the know. How many of y'all know, how many of you guys love being out of the know? How many, how many of y'all love when everybody knows but you? Now you feel stupid, right? Jesus is saying, no, I don't call you servants. No, Jesus doesn't call us servants, right? For a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you my friends. Jesus is calling you his friend because I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from my father. Jesus got his instruction from the father gave it to the disciples. Jesus heard from the Father, gave the instruction. He only did the will of the Father. He only heard the will of the Father. He only followed the will of the Father and gave us instruction. He gave us an example. He showed us how to surrender his will. He showed us how to walk this thing out. Walk it like it, talk it. Hey, Jesus is the OG, the original, walking it like he talked it. He, Jesus says, I have, you have not chosen me but I have chosen you and I have appointed and I have placed and perfect, purposefully planted you so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing that your fruit will remain and be lasting so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, whatever, how many are ready for your prayers to be answered? Whatever we ask the Father in the name of Jesus, as representatives of Jesus, as ambassadors of Christ, as representatives of the kingdom, let's go. Whatever we ask, he may give to you. And this is what I command you, that you love and unselfishly seek the best for one another. For one another. We've got to renew our mind. We've got to renew our way of thinking to think like Jesus, to think like Jesus. We have the mind of Christ. How many are ready to operate in that mind, right? Let's go, let's go. We have to renew our way of thinking to think like Jesus. Jesus spoke with power and authority. Jesus spoke with power and authority over sin, sickness, over darkness, when we start struggling, are we speaking with power and authority? Are we speaking in fear? Are we speaking in, oh, what was that scripture? You know, when the doctor's report comes in, when, when, when all hell is breaking loose in your relationships, when you're not sure what to do, are we taking authority, speaking with authority? What are we doing? What are we believing? What are we speaking? Jesus spoke with power and authority. Jesus spoke directly to the problem. Jesus spoke directly to the problem. Jesus had no problem being confrontational. Jesus had no problem offending you. Jesus like, you want to be well? Well, duh, I'm sick. Well, let me tell you, not everybody wants to be well. Some people want to be sick. Some people want to stay sick. I'm not kidding. Why? Because they have attached who they are to sickness. They have attached those labels from the doctor over them. They, they want to stay sick because you know what? They're going to lose their disability. 
They want to stay sick. So Jesus is asking. Jesus, he doesn't care if you're offended. Do you want to be well? Yes. Then get up. Do you want to be well? Get up. Pick up your mat and walk. Get up and get it together. Do you want to be prosperous? Get up. Do you want to be successful? Get up. Jesus is asking, do you want to be well? Jesus just be like, bam, 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 bam. Spoke to the problem. Spoke to the problem. Jesus told us, speak to the mountain. Speak to the mountain. Speak to South Mountain. Say, get out of my way. Speak to Camelback Mountain. You got to go. Speak to Estrella Mountain. Move. Jesus said, speak to the mountain, right? Jesus said in Matthew 17, 20. So Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, most assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed. Guys, as a mustard seed. We're over here worried about big faith. We need faith the size of a mustard seed. It's not a faith problem, it's an unbelief problem. We need to believe Jesus. We need to trust in Jesus. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We need to look to Jesus because he modeled for us how we're supposed to walk it out here on this earth. He gave us a picture. He gave us an example. He showed us the way. I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will speak. You will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. And nothing, look at your neighbor say nothing. Look at yourself say nothing. Write that down. Nothing, nothing will be impossible for you. Nothing will be impossible for you when you speak to the giant, when you speak to the storm, when you speak to that sickness, when you speak to the problem. Nothing will be impossible to you. We speak to God. God, that problem, God, that sickness, God, that disease, God, that person. We speak to God. We speak to God. We speak to God. And what did Jesus say? Speak to the mountain. He said, speak to the mountain. Speak to the, speak to the problem. We, we should be speaking to our problem about our God. We speak to the mountain. Do you know the God I serve? We speak to that sickness and disease. God is greater. We speak to the problem. We speak the word. We have to be transformed by renewing our mind to believe and speak like Jesus. To believe and speak just like Jesus. Jesus spoke to the storm. Be still. Jesus spoke to a storm. Let me tell you, if a tornado was coming straight to your house, you know what you're going to do? Duck. Cry. Scream. Jesus. Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I confess Jesus is my Lord and Savior. My Lord and Savior. My Lord and Savior. My Lord and Savior. He's like, oh, oh, malfunctioning, malfunctioning, human, malfunctioning. Just making sure. I'm just making sure I'm getting into heaven. Sounds like you don't got a foundation. Seriously. This is reality check. Anybody? Right? Jesus spoke to the storm, be still. Jesus spoke to the devil, get behind me. Jesus spoke. Jesus spoke to death and said, Lazarus, come out. 
Jesus gave us the example. Jesus spoke with power and authority. When Jesus was tempted by the devil, he replied to the devil with the word. He replied to the devil. Jesus says, resist the enemy and he will flee. We entertain the enemy. We invite him in for dinner. We invite him in into our sickness and disease and our mess. <laughs> yeah, they offended me. I'm offended for their sake. No, no, we speak the word. We resist, right? When Jesus was tempted, he replied with the word. He replied to the temptation with the word of God. Anybody been tempted? That website calling your name, telling you to shop, shop, shop. Y'all thought I was going to say something else. That's you. That's, that's you. Right? Spin, spin, spin. Whatever it is. You know, Taco Bell, come to me. Whatever the temptation is. What are you, what are you speaking to the temptation? Are we entertaining it? We entertain the thought and we're taken captive by the thought instead of taking that thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We've been given the power. We've been given authority. Jesus replied to the temptation with the word of God. He replied with power and authority. In Matthew 4, 4, but Jesus answered and said, it is written. This is why we need to come to know the word of God. So that we have a foundation to say, it is written. What she said, nope. You got to believe in your heart and you got to confess with your mouth. I can't believe for you. You got to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth. Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. There you go for all the carbs being set free. Anybody, whatever. But every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, Matthew 4, 7, Jesus said to the devil, it is written, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Matthew 4.10, then Jesus said to the devil, away with you. Get behind me, Satan, for it is written. You shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Jesus is our example. We're supposed to be, we're predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son, to be just like Jesus, walking with power and authority, it is written. We are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. We are not going to allow the enemy and the devil and that negativity to have a playground in our mind any longer. We're going to submit to the word of God. Be transformed in, into the image of the son. Jesus is our example. When Jesus' friend Lazarus died. Died. I've had people on their deathbed, so-and-so calling. What are they doing? Like, okay, say it again. What's going on? What did Jesus give us the example to do? Jesus gave us the example Jesus, Jesus had power over death. He's like, I'm showing you the way. I'm showing you how it's done. Jesus preached the kingdom, showed the kingdom. This is how the kingdom is. 
Jesus restored the kingdom. He restored us back to our original state, that fellowship with God, with the Holy Spirit, walking in dominion, power, authority. Jesus is our example. When Jesus' friend Lazarus died, Jesus gave us the example to follow. John eleven forty three. 43. Then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And the dead man came out. And the dead man came out. His hands and feet were bound in grave clothes. They were already toe-tagged and in the cooler. Jesus said, come out. Bam. We're supposed to be walking like Jesus. He gave us the example. His face was wrapped with head, with head cloth. Jesus said to him, unwrap him. Let him go. You guys, we gotta read. We gotta read about Jesus. Anybody excited? Right? We're like, let's go. We, it's so exciting reading about Jesus. He gave us the example when Jesus and the disciples were in a life-threatening storm. That tornado, right? Imagine if a tornado was coming to your house. What are we supposed to do? We look to Jesus. We keep our eyes on Jesus. We look and follow after his example. He showed us how to do it. This is how you do it. It's the 90s. He gave us an example to follow. Mark 4, 39. Then he arose. Jesus arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. Jesus took authority. Jesus demonstrated his power over sin, sickness, elements of nature, and over death. And he gave us the example. He said, this is the way. This is the way. Follow me and I will make you. Follow me. I'll make you more than a conqueror. I will make you more than a conqueror. Jesus is inviting us to follow after his example. Follow after how he did it. How he did it, right? When we are tempted to give in to sin, sickness, natural elements, and even death, one of the leading causes of this generation is taking their life because they have no hope, because they have no example of somebody showing them the way that there is a way out. There is hope. You don't have to take your life. God gave you life. He's got purpose. He's got plans. He loves you. You are loved. You are heard. You are cared about. We've got to show them the way. We can't be as depressed as the world, as anxious as the world, having as many panic attacks as the world. We gotta look to Jesus. We gotta keep our eyes on Jesus and his example and his power and his authority when we are tempted to give in to sickness. When your body is feeling that pain and you're tempted to surrender to sickness, we gotta remind ourselves that everything on the outside is subject to change. Everything on this outside is here and gone. It's but for a moment. Stay focused on Jesus. Don't quit. Don't lose heart. Don't get off course. Don't be so easily distracted. Be bold. Be brave. Be courageous. And be like Jesus. Be like Jesus. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, 13. 
We are not keeping quiet. Not on your life. (laughs) You can't shut us up. We will not stop preaching the good news of the gospel. We will not stop preaching the kingdom of God. We will not stop preaching, not just the door, but the kingdom all the way. We're not going to stop preaching. Just like the psalmist who wrote, I believed, so I said it. We believe, therefore we speak. I believe, therefore we speak. We say what we believe and what we believe is the one who raised up the master, Jesus, will just as certainly raise us up. We believe in Jesus, and that's what we speak, Jesus. That's who we follow, Jesus, right? Every detail works to your advantage and to God's glory. Every detail of what? of the pain and suffering we go through in this life is just working to my advantage, working to our advantage, to God's glory, more and more grace, more and more people, more and more praise. So we're not giving up. Look at your neighbor and say, we're not giving up. More and more grace, more and more people, more and more praise. We're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside, it often looks like things are falling apart on us. But let me tell you, on the inside, my real self, my spirit self, my true self, who I am in Christ Jesus, who you are in Christ Jesus, your real self, your spirit man, come alive, let's go. Not falling apart on the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes. These hard times are nothing compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today and gone tomorrow, but the things we cannot see will last forever. They'll last forever, even though on the outside, Things are falling apart. We gotta be relentless to believe and speak the word. Be uncompromising to believe and speak the word. Things on the outside, they're not the final authority. Things on the outside, the doctor's report is not the final authority. You failing at that job, at that career, at that relationship, at that finances, it's not the final authority. It's not the final authority. Things on the outside are only what we can see with our natural eyes. The only natural, everything we see with our natural eyes is temporal. It's temporal. Everything temporal is subject to change. Everything on the inside is eternal. Everything on the inside is being renewed day by day. God is making everything new. Not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Grace upon grace, upon grace, upon grace. Anybody? Grace upon grace. We are saved by grace through faith. Faith is trusting in Jesus. Faith is resting in Jesus. Faith is believing in Jesus. We walk by faith and not by sight. We've got to renew our mind to believe and speak like Jesus. Jesus spoke with power. Jesus spoke with authority. Jesus had compassion. Jesus 
only spoke what the Father instructed him to speak. And who do we think we are speaking our mind, our truth, our knowledge, our know-it-all? Jesus only spoke what the Father told him to speak. We should be speaking the word. Jesus said in John 12, 49, I do not speak on my own authority. The Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his commands lead to eternal life. So I say whatever the Father tells me to say. I say whatever the Father tells me to say. Jesus surrendered his will to the will of the Father. Jesus surrendered. Jesus understood the principle of spiritual authority, of biblical authority, to surrender under authority. And Jesus gave us the perfect example of how to submit to authority. We surrender to spiritual authority. By submitting to that authority, Jesus walked in power because he was surrendered to the will of the Father. He gave us the example, that's how we walk in power. The principle of authority is that authority is given by God. You don't take authority, it's given to you. It's given by God. Jesus only spoke what the Father instructed him to speak. What are we speaking? Life and death are in the power of the tongue. What are we speaking? What, are we speaking the word? What are we speaking? Are we speaking life? Are we speaking love? Are we speaking truth? Are we speaking faith? Are we speaking the word, right? What are we believing and speaking? We've got to wake up and we've got to take some inventory. Anybody ready to take some inventory? No guilt, no condemnation, just change. No sorry, I'm sorry, not sorry, just change. Just change. Repentance means change the way we think. We're changing the direction. We're no longer going against God, but we're surrendering to God. His will, his plan, his purpose, right? We gotta wake up, we gotta take inventory of how we're believing and what we're speaking. We are being indoctrinated and influenced to believe and speak a certain way. And if you don't know, now you know. They're after your belief system. What do you believe? Believe in me, believe in me, believe in me. What do you believe, right? We're being indoctrinated by what? By education, by government, by our generation, by our culture, by our ignorance, by social media, by the enemy. <laughs> Everybody's looking to influence you, right? To be what? To be anti-authority. That's the enemy. He's like, I will, I will ascend. I will take the, the throne. When you start getting, taking your own authority, your, when you start being anti-authority, you know who you sound like? The devil. He's like, and I will ascend. How's that going for him? He's defeated unless he manipulates you and lies to you and thinks he's not. But not here, not us. We know the truth, right? The, the enemy, the world, the system is what? No, be anti-authority. Nobody can tell you nothing. Be anti-truth. There is no truth. What is truth? Jesus is the truth. To be anti-God. It's being pushed. It's being bombarded. We're try they're trying to indoctrinate. Anti-authority, anti-truth, anti-God. Can nobody tell me nothing? You can't tell me nothing. Why is that song so popular? Or every age, can't only tell me nothing. I don't even know how to sing it. Good, I'm glad. Don't, don't let it get stuck in your head. 
because you can't tell me nothing. And that's why we remain powerless because you can't tell me nothing. God, you can't tell me nothing. Your word can't tell me nothing. I'm offended by everything. And we're wondering why we're powerless. Powerless over our circumstance, powerless over the flesh, powerless over the enemy, evil and darkness. When Jesus demonstrated his power over sin, sickness, elements of nature, and even death. In Acts 10, 34, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. God was with him. And let me tell you, God is with you. God has anointed you. God has empowered you with the Holy Spirit, with power. Whatever you're going through, work it out to your advantage. Work it out to your advantage. Trust God. Believe in Jesus. Trust his word. You're no longer a slave to sin. You're no longer a slave to this system. Renew your mind to the word of God. Be conformed to the image of the Son. You are an overcomer. You are chosen and you are a winner. Now let's go win. Let's go win. Everything that we do, we win. All I do is win, 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 win. What are we winning? Winning the lost. We're making disciples. We're showing people the way. We're showing people truth. We are the light. We are salt. We're taking authority, walking in power. We're discovering who we are in Christ Jesus, and we're setting the captives free. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Y'all receive something? Faith is. Let's go. Love you guys. Have a great night. See you all on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.